I could break down complicated things where you're feeling like, like ostracized or you're frustrated. You're like, screw this. Think positive. And if another person tells me to think positive, I'm going to punch them in the throat. <laughs> right. Cause that's the last thing you want to hear when you're drowning, right? When you're drowning. Literally think about it. You're in a pool, you're in the deep end, you're drowning. Do you want to hear somebody say, okay, now move your arms and kick your legs. Don't you really want to hear that girl when you're drowning? You're like, no, throw me the freaking life preserver. Throw me, right? But what happens is we're on the outside of the pool. We have friends. We jump in there with them. We want to help them. And then now we're both drowning. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hi, girls. Welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. The tables are turned today. This audio is taken from the Dolly Talks show from YouTube. And my friend Dolly Rivera, she is a anti-bullying and diversity educator. So I was on her show and she interviewed me. So what I did is I took the audio and that's today's episode. Check out Dolly as well. You can go to dollytalks.com. That is D-A-L-I talks.com. And she's also on Instagram and on YouTube and you can follow her there. And here's your interview with the tables turned with my gal, Dolly. Thank you, Joanna. Thank you so much for being here on the show. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. I am excited and I am great. Let's jump right in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I want people to get to know you a little bit. So could you please give them a little intro, a little background of where you're at, what you do today and what you're up to? I'm born and raised in Los Angeles, California, and I am a uh, proud college dropout. I was never meant to go to college, but yet I went because I was mimicking everybody around me in high school and left. I've been a dancer my entire life. I wanted to be the next J-Lo when I was 18 years old. Seriously, no joke. I said, <laughs> I'm going to be the next Jennifer Lopez. This was before she was J-Lo. <laughs> Discovered that I hated Hollywood, hated that side of dance. And I started teaching dance. And that led to opening my own dance studio. And I've always wanted to be a business owner ever since I was a young girl but yet tried to be like everybody else and discovered that I'm very, very different. I'm a unicorn and really moving into that even more so, you know, my, my more mature years and really stepping into that because back in the nineties, it wasn't cool the way it is now, you know, there was no hashtag girl boss and it's real sexy. It wasn't like that back then. (laughs) And so that's who I am. I had a dance studio. I've sold that business. I've created a 5k and 10k run big events, Uh, That's one of my superpowers. I'm really good at that. And I opened up a fitness studio for eight years, just closed that due to a few things and the pandemic. And then now I'm all online and I am so much happier, girl. And that's who I am. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I love that you share that story. I love that you said you're a proud 
college dropout because you found your success in the non-traditional way. And I think it's important for people to see this. And I think we're seeing it more because we're getting away from that stigma. I think the biggest thing is whatever works for you. Exactly. And I knew that wasn't going to work for me at 16, 17, yet I chose it. Why? Because that's what this reality told me I was supposed to do and all my friends were doing. And I knew, I knew that wasn't for me yet. So that's, I think that's the biggest thing. Um, Choose what works for you. And, um, but that's, so I'm so choosing that now, but anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I love the confidence that you have. I know that we all have our our insecurities and as Mm -hmm. you know, and we all have them no matter what. But absolutely, you have this confidence that is just so infectious. Um, and I see it with like the people who have come to you for, you know, any fitness um, instruction for dance for everything that you do, you touched on going against the grain and your family. So mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about that? Because I'm pretty sure there are so many people right now who are really trying to break away from that, what they're told to do, and mm-hmm. they might not have that confidence. And maybe by hearing your story, they can gain that confidence and break off and do what they want to do. Great question. One of the biggest things is that that is one of my superpowers. So uh, I thank God I was blessed with that. Right now, what I'm saying also is that just because maybe you're, it's not in your nature, you can develop it just like muscle. So let's say you're not a muscular person, but you can work out in the gym to create that muscle. So that's also not an excuse. But um, so I like to think of myself as an energetic invitation of confidence for others. And so even though I make it look a little bit easier, it is still work for me. Do you know what I'm saying? And um, so with that being said, with that already having that gift, I always knew, Dolly, that there was something in me that I was searching for happiness. I knew that there was something more in this world. And I just did that at 17 when I think people now are doing that at 30, right? Mm -hmm. And they're finding it later. And now being able, like you said, to step out and do things differently. One of the big things that helps me with confidence is knowing and asking myself, if this was my last moment right before I die, am I happy? Would I really want to choose this? And when I'm like, no, I'm choosing for others, then I make a different choice. I'm pretty much 99.9% of the time choosing as if this was my last moment. I never would like my last moment to feel like I didn't do enough. And I think that's why we're afraid of death, Dolly. I really think most of us are afraid because we want more time. And I'm like, I never want to have that feeling of afraid of death because I didn't do enough. Mm -hmm. It's like you're trying to take a test. And you know, have you ever taken a test and you're studying the last minute? You're (laughs) like, try and you're, and rather than people say, either you know it or you don't. If you think you're going to get you know, one more question by the last five minutes of studying, like you either know it or you don't. That's how I feel with life. Either I'm confident or I'm not rather than I'm waiting to the last minute. And then I'm trying to speed up because I didn't do enough. So that's one thing that helps me with confidence. The next thing Dolly is, I know that these things are not mine. I'm going to say that one more time. When you have insecurities, when you're choosing for others, when you're feeling doubt, things of that nature, they're not yours. We're not born like that. We're, we're born with infinite awareness. We're born with, a, with an inner being that is happy and joyful. That's why babies are so happy. Mm-hmm. They're not born with all this stuff. So as soon as I feel like the, the fear, the whatever, I'm like, this is not mine. And I ask myself, whose is this? 
Oh, it was my mom's when I was five years old. Oh, it was my teacher last year. She told me she was afraid, whatever it was. And you buy people's opinions. You buy people's insecurities. You buy people's thoughts and feelings. And I tell myself, I have thoughts and feelings and I am not my thoughts and feelings. I'm going to say that one more time. I have thoughts and feelings and yet I am not my thoughts and feelings. And what I think what happens is, what I know what happens is we take them on as ours and then we're afraid. We don't want to move forward because what is my mom going to say? What is this person going to say? They're going to say whatever they say regardless. I don't care what you do. People are always going to judge you. They are always, 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 always going to judge you if you do left or you do right or you do up or you do down. So you might as well choose what you're going to do because they're going to judge you anyway. So that that's where I've you know, built my muscle, so to speak, so that I can choose differently moving forward. One of the things that I love that you help people undo all of that on learning is mm-hmm. through your 30 day challenges. Can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah. One of the things that I've noticed is that we want the end result, right? Everybody says that we all want the, you know, the Instagram lifestyle. We want the end. I totally get. And when I read the book, Atomic Habits, everybody, one of the best books, in my opinion, by James Clear. And he talks about, you know, creating these cement habits, just like brushing our teeth is a habit. I think most of us, right? That's a habit as soon as you wake up, but it's not a habit for kids. You have to teach that to kids. And it takes many, many years to teach that to kids, right? You're shaking your head. You're going, yes. I remember being a young girl and my mom had to ask me, a million times. And I would say maybe I was nine or 10 years old until I really started brushing my teeth on my own without her telling me that's nine, 10 years of habit creating. Right. (laughs) And we think we're going to create these habits overnight. And then, so we get frustrated. We don't look like JLo overnight. So we're like, F it. I give up. Boom. Well, of course it's not going to happen overnight, but we are, we believe, like I said, it's not ours. We believe that things are going to come to us quickly and we're impatient. And so what I realized is like, okay, in order to really make change, Joanna, at least 30 days. And that's scary. Oh my God, a 30 day challenge. Oh God. Right. You're like, I could do seven days. I could do three days, but 30 days. And you'll notice that people start to fall off and the way you do anything is the way you do everything. So I start the 30 days. We'll have so many people first three days then it starts to fall off. Then you have the same people that go all the way through the finish line and I decided I made this choice, Dolly, that I was like, I'm going to do this for me. I'm like, I wonder what it would create for me if I did 30 days of different things every month Mm. and I'm going to show up for me. I'm going to go live on Instagram and I'm going to be the invitation for people. And if they want to join me, cool, let's do this. And I did that for my birthday in November. It changed my freaking life. I did a meditation challenge every day. I went live meditated, right? And all the little crazy comes in my head, right, hun? Because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to sit there with my eyes closed <laughs> in front of people as they go live. You know, this like, how imbe- I'm like, this is nuts, Joanna, just do it. So I did that. And then it, it led to another month. It led to another month. So now I'm going to go a whole year, hun, wow. every month, something different for 30 days. And I wonder if it's changed my life, how can it change others? And really cementing something in for 30 days. 
Oh, I love that. Okay. So I realized that you were doing these 30 day challenges because I saw on Instagram and it was the meditation one. And I remember, cause I were in a time difference. I'm three hours ahead usually. So I did your meditation one. It was so, so good. And it was a little later for me, but it was still early enough for the rest of my day to be affected by that, um, the meditations. The other thing too, is that I noticed that when you're doing it, when you, Joanna, are saying it live and I'm listening, it's for some reason, it is more effective for me. So I thank you for that. And it's almost like virtually I'm feeding off of your synergy. Oh, yes. It was so good. So I would try to join it. I know I didn't do all 30 days because I think I start, I think I joined towards the end and then you started the book. So I went and got the book and then I, I actually didn't read it. I have it now, but, um, the, the, my challenge was the time, the time difference and scheduling stuff. So I'm definitely going to be joining your 30 day lives because I realized just with that one with, and, and I still joined it, although I, was, I wasn't reading. So if I had a day where I could pop in, I would do it, but I saw what you were doing and I saw the reaction of people. And I thought if you can do that with adult women, imagine the power of a teen joining in and Ooh. joining. And I really yeah. like that you're very, very honest you don't sugarcoat anything. And that's what we need. It's like tough love when we need it. And you break it down. Like you have so many phrases that you say, and I think that you say them so organically, you don't even realize. And everybody's like, yes, yes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. It just comes out. We can see it. You know, I appreciate that. You, You know what I was, there's the book, the big leap. I don't know if you've ever read it or I heard of it. I have that one. <laughs> That's on my oh, list. <laughs> oh, girl, that one is like life freaking changing. I'm like, there's five books, right? And I'm like, those two, Atomic Habits and The Big Leap. And he talks about your zone of genius. Like, what are you so good at? What comes easy to do? What do people look at you and go, wow? And you're like, oh, it's so easy. And so I challenge or I invite you all to know and discover what your zone of genius is and 10x that baby. You're like, (laughs) I'm really good at video. I'm really good at writing. I'm really good at being a mom. Whatever that may be, 10x it, girl, and boom, everything gets better or boy or whomever out there. And so what I discovered is like, I'm really good at talking to people and getting them to get hard things understood. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Where I, other people are like, I'm lost. I don't get it. This is, I don't get it. And then I say it and they're like, oh, I get it now, you know? Yes. And uh, so I could break down complicated things where you're feeling like, like ostracized or you're frustrated. You're like, screw this, think positive. And then if another person tells me to think positive, I'm going to punch them in the throat. <laughs> right. Cause that's the last thing you want to hear when you're drowning, right? When you're drowning. Literally think about it. You're in a pool, you're in the deep end, you're drowning. Do you want to hear somebody say, okay, now move your arms and kick your legs. Don't you really want to hear that girl when you're drowning? You're like, no, throw me the freaking life preserver. Throw me, right? But what happens is we're on the outside of the pool. We have friends. We jump in there with them. We want to help them. And then now we're both drowning. Mm-hmm. So what I do is like, I have a, an ability to throw them a raft and go, come in. I'm going to stay up here with my margarita. I'm <laughs> you in, but I'm still up here with my margarita. And when you're ready, you can chill up here with the margarita with me when you're ready. 
but I'm still, but I'm not going to tell you to think positive as you're drowning. And I, um, so my awareness, Dolly, is that what we're doing right now in this reality is not working. Mm-hmm. It's not working as much. You know, people are getting frustrated with like the, I don't get it. And this is stupid. And we're hitting an upper limit. Like in the big leap, he talks about you hit an upper limit and you're going, okay, what's next? Anybody out there listening going, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. I've been doing this. I'm listening to the podcast and I'm still frustrated, right? That, that that's, that's what I want to tap into those people that are ready for the next. Yeah. And th- what's amazing is that you're doing this for free. People just come onto your Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. And they just, they sign up you, and you send the alerts too, if they sign yeah. up to your, yeah, to your newsletter, which yeah. is very helpful, of course. Uh, but you're on there and you're very punctual. You get in there and you do the work. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just, you just, you wow me every time I hear you because you break down things so simple. Like, for example, like I have a lot of guilt sometimes and I have to remind myself to not be, feel so guilty about not having done X, Y, and Z or why I'm still like 40, 50 pounds overweight or why I'm still like not, you know, uh, doing a certain habit that I should have acquired by what you just said about the brushing the teeth. You're absolutely right. It, if it took you nine, 10 years to learn how to brush your teeth on your own without having somebody to remind you, that just gave me a little permission to forgive myself for certain habits that I haven't acquired. So I thank you for that. Yes. And hopefully some people will do the same thing. Because I think that uh, because we don't forgive ourselves is also why we don't fully give ourselves, uh, I guess, the opportunity to, to, to adopt a new habit, if that makes any sense. It's kind of like unconscious sabotage, right? Yeah. Like we can't stack on top because I don't have this one down. So how can I have this one? Yes. Yeah. And grace for that, like having grace. And I'm going to ask the question, whose is that? Mm-hmm. Like whose is that? That guilt? Again, remember I talked about the, yes. that we have them, but they're not ours. Like whose is that? Where'd you Where'd you buy that from without any judgment? Because we want to also judge it that we bought it. Oh, that's my dad. Screw him or whatever. Oh, that's that person's like, oh, that's interesting. And everybody on this planet, we've been taught and we want to think it's one person. It's like a million people that we bought the guilt from. How many people have guilt at there? A lot. So how are we taking on these, these thoughts and feelings? Because energy, Dolly is the first language we speak. Everybody, the first language everybody speaks is energy. You have two babies, right? They spoke energy until they started to talk, till they're about one years old, then they started to talk. But you spoke energy to them. So we all speak energy with dogs, with cats, with animals. We speak energy. They don't have words. So with the same thing, we're picking up this energy from other people. So that's why I'm asking, like, whose is that? The guilt. But we want to like make it ours. We want to forgive it. We want to this. And then it makes it harder. And what if it was actually simple of going, oh, whose is that? Okay, I'm going to return it. Because Dolly, I think about it like this, hun. Let's say I buy this bag. And, and if you can't see me, I'm holding up a bag. And let's say I bought it on Amazon. And I don't like it. It's the wrong color. It's the wrong size. What do most of us do? We're going to return it. But what happens is we buy all this stuff that we don't want and then we end up keeping it and now we're hoarders. Mm. We're hoarders of these thoughts that are not ours, but we bought them. It's a jacket, we put them on, we put that jacket on and we put that bag on and we put these earrings on and we put this. 
return that girl, return it. It's not yours. Take it back to Amazon. So that's how I think thoughts, just like Amazon, return it. It was prime. It's all good, <laughs> you know, and make it fun. Like this ain't mine. Ooh. Hey, I'm returning that. That's okay. a mic drop right there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Give these examples. Is this amazing? You're so absolutely right. How we do the right thing for certain things. And then for sometimes the most important things we don't like returning those bad habits or those bad beliefs. Wow. You blow me away. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. We don't want to be a hoarder of these thoughts and beliefs and the guilt. Wow. So do you have, okay, what's your next challenge? So you've done meditation, the book, what's the next one? I'm excited. My February challenge is journaling. Oh, I love it. I'm excited. And it's going to be 8 a.m. Pacific. So I'm going a little bit later. I'm going to try it. So it might be lunch or, you know, later for some people. So it might be in the day. Again, let me know what time you like. And my challenge to me, Dolly, is to not go longer than 10 minutes. Because I used to get so into it and I'd go longer. And I'm like, no, out of respect for everybody, no longer than 10 minutes. And we're going to journal every morning. And notice if you're thinking, well, this is not a good time. Whatever you would like to create in your life, you'll make time for. You'll oh, create that. Yes. You know what I mean? Right? Even if it's at lunch, journal. 10 minutes, girl. Journal on the toilet. Journal wherever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if you, you have... can scroll through Instagram on the toilet, you can <laughs> journal. <laughs> girl, you can journal on the toilet. Right? And if you have kids, perfect. Bring them in and go, hey, we're going to journal with Joanna live and have them journal. You know, like do this with your family. I'm always, I'm always encouraging, like do this with your family. Do this with your family. It's a live meditation do this with your family because if you're like oh I have kids bring them in you know so I have some friends that are like my son meditates with you in the morning I'm like that is so cute mm -hmm. you know so I'm that's February that's awesome so then you're going to give us the prompts and then we'll, we're going to go ahead and journal with you at the same time so it's going to be 8 a.m pacific 11 eastern time Correct. Perfect. And I will give you a prompt every day of what we're going to journal on just one thing. And there's something magical about when your hand writes, instead of you typing, something happens there and it really opens up and it changes the frequency of your brain. Awesome. I love that. And where can people go to sign up for this journaling challenge? You can text me the word challenge to 323-524-524. 9847. Or you can go to my Instagram at Joanna Vargas official. The phone number is right there. You can just click text, text me challenge, DM me anything, send a tweet, send a, I mean, like an old school <laughs> bird, whatever, a messenger, and I will get it to you. <laughs> Oh, I love speaking with you. You are so funny and so full of wisdom, so full of aha moments. Every time I've spoken with you or every time I, I hear you speak, I love that. So thank you so much. Thank you for being on the Dali Talk show. And you have to come back later and let us know what the next challenge will be in March. I'll be back. Love you all. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Well, there you have it. Joanna Vargas, isn't she amazing? Don't forget to join her challenge. Check her out on Instagram. And if you have any questions, DM her. She's so cool. She will be responding to you directly. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. 
And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.